Welcome back to the Fish Tank on a Friday. I'm Seth Levitt, and as always, I am joined by a podcaster who should have been a pro bowler. That's right. OJ McDuffie once bowled a perfect game and has two, not one, but two 299s under his belt. Juice, you should have been a pro bowler. I can't believe you brought up the 299s, man. You know how I feel about that, Big Seth. I know, but you know, when my average is about a 98, (laughs) it's impressive to me. Well, you know what, man? It's so interesting about my Pro Bowl quote-unquote snub. It's like, you know, first eight games, when we had 16 games, I only had 30 catches. Second eight, I had 60. You know, So that's that's probably why they weren't thinking about me in that first part because the voting happens a little earlier in the season, man. So, you know, I get it. I get it. Kind of. I'm still still upset about it, though. It's okay. Though. Yeah, we're going to let it go, though, Juice. You're a pro bowler in our mind, regardless. <laughs> but it's Fish Bites Friday. Yes. And I want to know how you're feeling about this Friday. It's the holiday season. And we do have some Dolphins pro bowlers currently. Absolutely, man. You know, it's always a good time to talk about our, our boys, man, and especially on Friday. You know, just give a little taste of what, you know, what we're thinking about. But then, you know, we've got a lot of pro bowl action in general that we can talk about. Not just the ones that made it, but the ones that got close. So it's going to be – this is fun right here, brother. Uh, so, look, I made this bad joke at the top of the show. <laughs> but, as you said, we will spend today reacting to the Miami Dolphins' three Pro Bowl selections, these first-team Pro Bowlers. That's Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead, and Xavier Howard. Juice, these three guys collectively now have 15 Pro Bowls on their resume. Think about that. Yeah. 15. Go. So what I'd like to do here, Juice, is talk about our favorite moments these three stars have given each of us this season. So let's start with the cheetah, Tyree Kill. He's been selected to the Pro Bowl in each of his seven NFL seasons. That's craziness. Damn, man. Boy, are we lucky to have that man on our roster, right? A hundred percent. You know what I mean? So let's start right from the beginning, man. Let's, let's go back to that Baltimore game, Big Seth. You know, week two, September 18th, the Dolphins begin the fourth quarter down a lot. I mean, a hell of a lot. 35 to 7, man. And then things go nuts. In the fourth <laughs> quarter alone, man, he, he grabs five catches, 142 yards, and two long touchdowns, bro. And you know what I'm talking about? 48 and 60 yards. And the, the crazy part about that, Big Seth, was why weren't they paying attention to him? But maybe they had no choice because of that speed. And the crazy part for us was, you know, we had the TV copies. Not like we were there watching it. Right. And we just saw two of Chugging that thing, you know, chunking it down the field, and he's wide open. I think I heard from Jimmy Seffalo, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so that was that was that was unbelievable, man. He finished his day with eleven grabs, 190 yards, and two up ends, man. Immediately, immediately we know this year is gonna be something different. And obviously he was instrumental in that historic historic comeback yeah uh, without question kind of hard to top that I not know that i'm trying is. to top it but he's, he's he's done some things right he, he has done a lot of things he set a career record this is a guy who's been in seven straight pro bowls and yet he set a career record for receiving yards this year and he's still going it has been absolutely insane to watch this man play but i'm gonna go with the night before halloween you know how much i love halloween i do know this. and now i love the night before halloween as well at detroit and the cheetah went off 
Now, he didn't find the end zone, but that's really the only thing he didn't do that night. 12 catches, 188 yards, including that incredible 36-yard grab on 3rd and 13 to keep the Dolphins' first scoring drive alive, which was huge because we were all shell-shocked. You blinked your eyes. We're all excited for the game. We're just getting settled in in the studio. (laughs) And next thing you know, they're down 14-0 to the Lions. We're like, what is going on? But that was a huge third down. Tua recognized the coverage immediately, just gave him a shot to make a play, and great players make great plays, and that's exactly what he did. The Lions just had no answer for him all day long, Juice. Kind of like you said with Baltimore, they knew it was coming. Right. They were physical with him. I thought he got knocked around pretty good in that game. I was actually concerned a couple times, you know, getting the way he was getting slammed down to that turf. And so I think one of the things we also saw in that game is not only does he have that incredible speed and that insane athleticism, but we saw how tough this guy is. He just kept going after it. He had the 42-yard grab in the second quarter to set up the Dolphins' second touchdown of the day. He had a 7-yard scamper on 3rd and 15 from the 34, which he didn't get the first down, but a 52-yard field goal attempt becomes a more makeable 45-yarder. So, I mean, he literally has set up 17 points there as you're trying to come back. And he was just playing on another level the entire day. Obviously, the Dolphins not only caught, but ended up lapping the Lions. It was another victory for the good guys that day. But, yeah, that was the moment that stood out to me with Tyreek Hill this season. Absolutely, absolutely. So, as we said, he's one of three guys that has been voted to the Pro Bowl. And he was a huge acquisition. But not only did we get Tyreek Hill this offseason, but we signed the prize of free agency, Teron Armstead, T. Stead. And the big fella has just picked up where he left off, hasn't he? he he's so amazing, Big Seth. You know what I mean? He, he's so amazing in general because you know when he's not out there and you know when he's out there. But when he's out there, which is most of the time, you know, when he's, he's out there, he's, he's unbelievable. And the offensive line play is just incredible. We're trying to look for a moment here. But how can you look at a moment when you're looking at an offensive lineman? I know you've got a moment, but for me, I can tell a difference in our offense every single time when Teron Armstead is out there doing what he does, man. And I was marveling (laughs) at his athleticism. And you see him cover guys up, and his footwork is just incredible. So every single time that we're, we're sitting here, you know, they put him on the island and let everybody else do all the other work on the other side, man. I know you've got a, a, a candid moment, and the video on this moment was incredible. But for me in general, I just love seeing him out there and seeing that athleticism for somebody of his size. I do have a moment. I am going to rely on a little recency bias here, you know, combing Twitter, and Travis teed one up for me. But, look, the Buffalo game didn't end the way we would have liked. Uh, but there's no way you can ignore the performance of the offensive line as a whole, and certainly Teron Armstead in this one. Tua was sacked just twice, which, you know, you don't ever want your quarterback to get touched, but that is a ferocious front seven that the Bills are sending after you. He only got sacked twice. The offense was far more productive than we had seen in the previous weeks, and you just don't rush for 188 yards as a team at 7.5 yards per clip without some stellar offensive line play. Uh, and, And so the one play that I am going to point out, as I said, Travis tweeted it out this Tuesday. It was insane. The ball snap, Teron looks to be taking his normal set that you see a left tackle take to engage with the edge rusher. But somehow, like, at the last second, it's almost as he's got eyes in the back of his damn head. <laughs> he spins around the opposite way with the agility of a running back and covers, like, three to four yards in, in just an instant. And next thing you know, he's providing help on a blitzing Tremaine Edmonds. And that's not a slow human. No, not at all. Tremaine Edmonds isn't just taking his time to get there, but Teron and Big Jones stuff Edmonds. Tua gets the ball out. Waddle makes the grab on a slant, 
And I could watch that rep a hundred times over. It was freakishly good. It was so good, Big Seth, man. I watched it a hundred times over just to see how the hell he did it, man. For see a big man be able to pirouette like that, you know what I mean? But the recognition after, you know, setting like you talked about and then yeah. recognizing the inside blitzer and then being able to spin around and get there in time. The ball was gone. You know, in time to, to, to eliminate the guys on the outside. Yeah. But the fact that he he eliminated that initial threat like that was was so impressive for such a big fella. It really was. I mean, it was the total package. It's the computer is processing yeah. so quickly, and then the athleticism to do what he does, the strength to get in there. And it, so good. Yeah. Stymied uh, him right there, too. He really – I mean, <laughs> you know, I vote for the guy for the Pro Bowl on that play alone. And there's been a lot of good plays with that guy. And then another player who is uh, not unfamiliar with the Pro Bowl and certainly – for, for us here in South Florida that are rooting for the Miami Dolphins year in and year out and feeling like certain guys aren't getting the recognition they deserve, well, they never forget about this guy. Correct. And that's Xavier Howard. X, man. You know, week one, Big Seth. X, you know, literally the opening drive of the opening game of the season. And for some reason, Mac Jones, I don't, he, he must not have known about his all his accolades. So <laughs> he, he decides to try X against, of course, you know, our own guy from, from here, Devontae Parker. Now I'm going to tell you, one thing I know as a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, when you're going against your own guys or former old guys, they know everything you can do. They've seen so it all. why would you try, you know, Xavier Howard with Devontae Parker? Because I guarantee Xavier knows more Devontae Parker's moves than anybody. So nice play right there on the football. And then, of course, our man Javon Holland, always on the spot as well, able to pick that one off, man, and give us some good yards out of that end zone, man. But what were they thinking on that play to even try X? And, oh. Uh, who knows, man? Maybe that's one of the plays that gives him this opportunity to go back to the Pro Bowl, Big Seth. Yeah, well, it's certainly one that does stand out to me as well, but that's not my choice. Okay. My choice, again, a little more recent, November 27th, fresh off a of bye week and hopefully a big Thanksgiving meal. We're hosting the Houston Texans at home, and X again reminds us all why he's been a perennial Pro Bowl performer. That's a lot of popping peas here. That was pretty cool right there. You handled it well, dog. (laughs) Alliteration unintentionally. (laughs) So, you know, there's a quick out to Aikens, and then he is quickly met by Cater Kohu, who is a physical corner himself. But man, oh man, in comes Eric Rowe with one of the fiercest hits we've seen all season long. Out comes the football. Who's there? Johnny on the spot. Xavier Howard. He doesn't just recover it, Juice. The turnover would have been great. We'll take the ball in scoring position. Nope. I'll handle this, guys. Scoops, takes it to the house. It's the fourth touchdown of his career. And, Juice, I work for a guy who made a living off of turning big plays into game-changing plays. And Xavier Howard really brings that same skill set to the table. And so this selection, to me, makes it crystal clear just how respected he is across the league for plays like that physical play against receivers. You know, he's been a shutdown corner his whole career. People might have said, oh, well, this hasn't been the same X. Well, the league still recognized the guy. Exactly right. And you look at that two-third vote from players and coaches, and it tells you that all along. Because you know why? A lot of times, Big Seth, they don't, people don't get it. People game plan against Xavier Howard. You know, if, you, if you're getting game planned against – but you always think about where they are, right? You know, and you'll see that in practice. You know, where, where you you game plan against guys like that, and so yeah, X Man, you know, he he is that dude, man. And I'm gonna tell you this: 
He's kind of been on an island all by himself all year. All year. You know what I mean? And he's still been able to go out there and do some X-like things like we just talked about. That Those are the three guys that were selected. I have a feeling that by the time these Pro Bowl games, which, you know, it's a whole new thing that the league is trying and should be interesting, but by the time these Pro Bowl games are played, those will not be the only Miami Dolphins Pro Bowl performers. And here's the reason why. We have four, count them, four first alternates. So Alec Ingold is the first alternate for the fullback position. At quarterback, you know, your quarterback, number number one in your program and your hearts, is that what they say? QB1, baby. <laughs> Tua Tungavailoa is the uh, first alternate for the quarterback position there. Jalen Waddell, first alternate at the wide receiver position. And Christian Wilkins starting to get the recognition that yeah. we all know he deserves. And he's a first alternate there at the defensive end position there, which is interesting. And, and they're not the only alternates. Bradley Chubb got a second alternate vote. Uh, Javon Holland is a fourth alternate. And then Mike Kosicki is a fifth alternate. So... What's exciting to me is that when your team is starting to perform better, the individuals start to get recognized more, and I think we're seeing that. Yes, we are, and that's the thing, man. You know, these guys are all starting to push up towards these voting, you know, and the voting's all about, for the most part, we talked about, man. Of course, the fans get a vote, but, you know, the two-thirds of the guys that actually go against these guys, either coach against them or play against them, and they're getting that recognition, man, and that tells you how good our team is getting. We're getting good on both sides of the football at the same time. And that is a wrap on another Friday Fish Bites episode. We hope you've had a chance to listen to our Pete Stoyanovich episode, which posted earlier this week. Is it Pete Stoyanovich or is it Einhorn? <laughs> Einhorn or, is Stoyanovich. Or, or is it, or is it or is Einhorn? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. you got to listen. If, you haven't, if you're confused right now, it means you haven't listened to the episode. You need to go listen to it. Pete was amazing. And then brace yourselves, folks, because this Tuesday, former Dolphins head coach Dave Wanstead is diving in. And, man, oh, man, we had some fun with Coach. Big Seth, we had a really good time with Coach, man. And, you know, also, man, Big Seth, for this holiday season, we ask that you subscribe to the Fish Tank and rate the show. That's not too much to ask, is it, Big Dog? I don't think it is. And make sure you also keep up with our Miami Dolphins Podcast Network family, Travis Wingfield, who is back to his daily schedule with the Drive Time Podcast. Of course, Kimmy B on Dolphins Today, the Perfect Season Podcast with Juice is still perfect, perfect and our international partners as well and finally on christmas day as the dolphins play host to the green bay packers dj preach juice and myself will celebrate the return of travis wingfield to the <laughs> wqam fifth quarter post game show travis we missed you buddy but we look forward to chopping it up with you after this game immediately once the clock hits zero tune in to wqam hey dolphins thanks for diving in you're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, man, This is strictly for them true fans, yeah. Dolphins, number one. one. Of course, y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk. Dive up in that fish tank. Go get your aqua orange. Yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank. Big or cry hard, leave it all on the field. We gon' try hard, old school, a new school, mix it in. Feeling like we up close when we listening. Dolphins tales in Miami is the deep end. We vibing with our favorite players, no secret. We get with Seth and McDuffie.
Bringing up stories we never heard to the public. Bet we love it. Dolphin fans never budget. We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset. We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you ready for that water, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in. Don't switch the subject. You know it's all about them fans. You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive in. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank. Don't ever add a tool, you better dive up in that fish tank.